Welcome. To Arcade Audio. And tears come streaming down your face when you lose something you can't replace. When you love someone and it goes to waste, could it be episode of Married with Movies. I am one of your hosts, Samantha Mullet. So next to me on the couch is your other host, my beautiful husband, Chris Mullet. It's been a couple weeks. It sure has. It's, it's been a couple of oh, weeks. Oh, it's been a couple of weeks. We're going to talk about this shit. The last time we recorded was sometime after July 4th. No, it was right before July 4th. Oh, yeah, because we, we recorded and watched on the we same rec- day. We recorded, I think we recorded Glass on July 3rd. Yeah, when we watched it. Yeah. Safe we, to say... Didn't happen with this episode. <laughs> Did not happen. Did not happen with this. We episode. watched this when we watched this. We watched this. July we watched this seven ten. Yeah, we watched this like ten days ago. Well, no, yeah, nine days. I mean, today's the nineteenth. Yeah. Oh yeah. Sorry, we're a day late. Uh, it's July nineteenth, two thousand nineteen. We've had a lot of shit it's a going Friday. On. Yeah, it's been you know we've had some stuff. What's been happening? What's been going on in the lives of the mullets? So let's go in order. I mean, I, some of it we're going to talk about on this episode. We're going to talk about all of it on this episode. Well, no, I mean, I meant, like, in the context of my notes about the movie. <laughs> Why? I mean, I get it already, but... <laughs> my second sentence. If you're new here. Look at look at my notes. I took a lot of notes, too, look because... At my second I sentence. knew it was going to be a while. I, I knew it was going to be a while until we recorded. Um, and I didn't want to forget any of the... Stimulated yeah, commentary all these old, on all this these, movie. All these old fucking white people look alike, too. So. <laughs> I kept asking you who was who. I, I had to make, make sure I wrote everybody's name down as soon as I had a joke. Tall man. Um, if you're new here, we watch random movies from our giant movie collection. We talk about them, then we talk about our lives, we have fun. And yada, yada, Most yada. of the time we have fun. Yeah. I do have a lot of fun with you, I must say. Thank you. I have fun with you, too. Marley sounded sincere. You always... I just can't help the way my tone is. I yes, just... you can. Actually, that is one of the things you can help. You have complete control over your tone. But then if I try, it's going to sound insincere. I have a good time yeah. with you, too. I have a good time with you. I have a good time with you. I... You know how it's going to sound sincere? So what if you time. actually mean it? Now you don't actually mean I... it. Had a good time with you. No? No. Yeah. So on July 4th, we uh, fucking went to the movies. We did go to so the movies. So we saw two movies together over 4th of July weekend, if you want to call it that. Uh, and I saw a third movie, so we'll talk about all three of those. Um, so we took Jillian to see... Toy Story 4. Toy Story 4. Which was an experience because we both saw Toy Story 
Well, one. All of them. I mean, I've seen every Toy Story in theaters, obviously, but we saw Toy Story when we were eight years old in theaters. So I got to take Man. my two-year-old daughter to see it, um, which was great. Uh, it was it was an experience. We both cried. Um, fucking terrifying nightmares about those stupid <laughs> ventriloquist Those slappy dummies, dummies, basically. Those terrify uh, me. So, and then I told my mom, because I always have to warn my mom. My mom, I think I've talked about it on the podcast before, we're both terrified of that, like, uh, symbol monkey. Yeah. Because it killed my grandfather. <laughs> it totally killed my grandfather, but that's a podcast for another podcast. Yeah. But, um... Those sloppy dummy things are another thing that we're both terrified of, and I didn't tell my mom about it when I told her to go see the movie, so I had to call her back and tell her. I said, I felt so guilty, and when she went and saw the movie, she's like, thank you so much for preparing me, because she probably would have, like, left the theater had I not warned her. So a lot of a lot of comments, a lot of commentary on if this movie was necessary on how people thought about okay, it. I would I say can see that. we'll, I can we'll see get that. to it. Probably, oh, well, obviously, we're going to get to well, it yeah, the other we three, and we'll, and we will have it all. But I would probably, if I had to rank Toy Stories after this, just off of one viewing, my personal Toy Story ranking, I think, would be three, one, two, four. I think it was my least favorite Toy Story of the four. I'd have to see it again compared sure, to I'd two. Sure, I'd have to see it again. I did not like it as much as one. I did not like it as much as three. Sure. Three was perfect. Yeah. But. Yeah, I, I would I would probably, well, you're crying just talking about it. Oh, my God. Um, I can't help it. But it was still great. Jillian loved yeah, it. Yeah, it was we great. Had, Jillian had, loved it. She wants fun. to make a forky. She loves Buzz Lightyear now. She runs around the house making him fly. Buzz Lightyear everywhere. Yeah, it was great. It was great. So we did that, and then we came home and put her ass on the couch with an iPad. Woo. So we could watch Stranger Things we season three. We watched all of We managed of them. to finish all of Stranger Things on July 4th. We went to the movies at like 7 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> what it felt like. Uh, we're not a TV podcast, but we love season three. Much better than season two. Not as good as season one, I don't think, but still was fantastic. And if you listen to this and you disagree with us, email us at marriedwithmovies at gmail.com. We'll see if we could do a special bonus Patreon episode. And yeah. Maybe talk about it a little bit. Talk about it. A lot of thoughts, a lot of feelings. We did that. And, and then... let me just give a shout out though, related to a movie to movies. Let me give a shout out to Uma Thurman and Ethan Hawke. Making good ass kids. Made a good ass kid. I mean, you ain't together anymore, but hey. Y'all made a good ass kid. Yeah, she's awesome. She's talented. I just really liked mm-hmm. re- liked her a lot. Anything about the anything about the the scoops ahoy, what was her name? The Scoop Troop. Scoop Troop. Scoop Troop. Scoop Troop's great. We should great. do Scoop Troop for Halloween. Not in on Erica. Um, I actually was thinking, I was talking to Karen, I think, today, about, uh, because she just finished season three, finally, because Justin and I have been making fun of her, and we were talking about like, costumes and stuff, and I was, she was saying, like, oh, yeah, they, they're selling, like, they, like, all these Scoops of Hoy things. I'm like, they're selling them everywhere. I'm like, you already have a shirt. I wore my Starcourt shirt. I brought the roast beef Justin shirt. Uh, Justin, the roast beef Dustin shirt too. All this stuff, and I was like, "Oh, we should do that for Halloween to make Julian like a little demi gorgon." Oh my god, that would be amazing. But she really would be a pretty dope eleven, probably. Julian would be an awesome eleven. Yeah, but then like Kai would have to be just Mike, and she's like, "Who wants to be fucking Mike for Halloween?" Yeah, but Kai could pull it off. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um. So then, uh, got into the weekend, and then on Sunday. We went and took Jillian to see her first, like, not animated movie. In, well, no, not really, because we saw Mary Poppins. Well, Mary Poppins is, like, mixed media. We went to go see Spider-Man Far From Home. Uh, again, she loved it. The first, she loves Spider-Man. When, when we go to see a movie and Jillian hates it, it'll probably be Cats. 
Um, uh, we're not taking her to see that. I do not want her to hate me for the rest of her life. Pause everything right now. No, no, no. That's a that that's a. We'll talk about. Pause that later. the podcast. Okay. No, 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 no. I'm talking oh. to the audience. Oh. Go watch the cats trailer, and then appreciate everything else you have in your life. I've watched it legitimately ten times. Why? It's. I've been on this planet thirty-two years. It's the worst thing I think I've ever seen. That's not true. We've seen some pretty bad things. I think it's the worst thing I've ever seen. I don't think that's true. It's shocking. No. It's amazing. I cannot wait to go see this movie. <laughs> this is, it, if you think about it, it's beautiful counter-marketing. It's going to be... It looks so bad that people are going to have to go see how bad it is. I'm going to go see it. It sucks. You're a fucking sucker. I know. You're a sucker. Uh, You're anyway, exactly. We saw Spider-Man: Far From Home. Uh, I it loved was it. my favorite I Spider-Man it. movie of all time. I've decided, unquestionably. I I love have Mysterio. Heard that from a lot of people. I love Mysterio. Always love Mysterio as a character. Gyllenhaal nailed it. Dealt with Endgame great. Maybe my two two of my favorite post-credit sequences ever. It just nailed everything. I absolutely loved it. And Jillian did as well. She's yeah, very happy. To see I did too. I loved yeah. it too. Uh, but we'll talk about Spider-Man. We'll get there. Spider-Man is a whole other issue on this show. Yeah. If you've listened to this yeah. podcast, we've done. We have yeah, one of our earliest episodes was the Amazing Spider-Man. Uh, we'll have to do the second one because you made me buy it for you for Christmas one year. I didn't make you buy anything. So you in return, can. I bought the original Spider-Man trilogy. That's right, trilogy. So we'll have to watch Spider-Man three again at some point. Oh man, we've been talking about this at work a lot, mm-hmm. and I get so angry anytime someone brings up the original Spider-Man trilogy and says that Tobey Maguire is the best Spider-Man. I get so angry. Quit your job. <laughs> I get so mad and I start yelling across the lobby. That's the most disgusting opinion I've ever heard. The, whose? Mine or theirs? Theirs. Oh, okay, good. Because I was about to say, if you no, disagree with me, I'm going to slap you across the no. face right now. But like they say, he's the best Spider-Man and I'm what is your res- throw up in my mouth. Is your response immediately just finger guns? Because that's what it should be, and then you win the fucking argument. <laughs> I'm going to do that next time. Yeah. That's good. Uh, then my mother was here for like 10 fucking days. Oh my God. And then <laughs> my oh mom my came God. for her 70th birthday. We had a cool. fine time. She was here was while okay. we watched the movie. It's not bad. It wasn't Because um, she watched the movie with us. She may be listening to this. So just so you know. We love you, Mom. Um... We went to Wonderworks. Jillian got to play with all these games, all these exhibits and things. Uh, it's a tourist trap here in Orlando. Uh, we went and did hibachi. We went, had a nice day here at home with my sister, um, playing and, you know, singing and doing whatnot. It ended up being a very nice time. It was. It was great. Uh, then she fucking left. And here we are, finally. So she left on uh, Wednesday morning. Um, I got a random cold that I've, I feel close, I'm like 90% now. Past couple nights have been really shitty, hit or miss. Um, so on top of, uh, my mom being here, and then as soon as she leaves, me being sick, I didn't even record pods all those weeks of how shitty I felt Wednesday night. Uh, here we are now, finally recording. Uh, right before I got sick, or in the midst, like, I was kind of sick, but I wasn't as bad as I was Wednesday night. I went to the theater by myself Wednesday morning and saw Midsummer. Uh, which we have on our movie league. One of the, not the main reason I watched it, but everyone's talked up Hereditary, which I will be nominating soon, just fair warning, uh, as like this 
new modern classic horror movie, and everyone's raving about Midsummer. Heard a lot of things interested about it. I went to go see it. Weird ass experience. I still liked it a lot. Uh, it was long. But, man, I cannot wait to watch this movie with you and see how much you fucking hate it. <laughs> Great. I'm glad that that's your... Uh, I'm, that's, that's your reaction I'm to not going to spoil anything right now, but I'm gonna about to say five different things that all occur, or five different things that, like, all matter in the movie, and it's going to confuse the fuck out of you. You ready? Cool. Go Austin Powers. Uh-huh. Pubic hair. Sure. <laughs> Uh, Blood Eagle. Blood Eagle? Blood Eagle. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, I might have overshot it with five. Um, let me think here. Uh, no, I can't say anything else because it's going to give stuff away. Okay. Uh, I will say that it's the most interesting cast ever. Okay. It's the girl who plays Paige in the Paige movie, Fighting With My Family. It's, uh, it's, uh, fucking, what's his name? Kenny from We're the Millers. Eyebrows? Eyebrows! <laughs> right. And he's just a dick Eyebrows. the whole time. Uh, the black guy from The Good Place. Uh, the guy they thought was gonna replace Mark Wahlberg in the Transformers movies. Okay. Uh, and a bunch of Swedish people. I'm so not excited <laughs> for this movie. It's, it's, it was an experience. Me and like four other dudes at 10 o'clock in the morning watching this movie. Did you sit in between them? <laughs> Fuck you. So, uh, and now you're all caught up on our lives. Um, gonna be a little while until we see movies again. Uh, we were gonna take Julian to see The Lion King. I don't know if we still are. Also because the reviews just like Aladdin were kind of shitty. We don't know what we're gonna I know do. unfortunately at this point it means I'm gonna buy them on Black Friday and we're gonna have to fucking watch them here at home. And then... I'm still morbidly curious. Sure. Um... We gotta find a babysitter to go see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood because I don't want to have to fucking wait when that long. When are we long. going? I don't know. We'll to, sometime in August to figure it out. I'm not gonna be here for a week. We'll do it right before, right after. We'll figure okay, it out. We'll figure it out. Um, but we did watch a movie uh, ten days ago, basically. <laughs> we watched the documentary Young at Heart, Samantha's nomination. Odd of you to nominate a documentary, but I know you like this one. I so, did. I uh, did. I, I think that I overshot it at the beginning of this endeavor when I said that I hate documentaries because I feel like we've watched some that I'm like, Bleh, they suck, and some that I'm like really into, so maybe I I've expanded your have horizons. an open heart to, to documentaries, I think. Your heart is young at watching documentaries. You're terrible. Samantha, we'll and, read it, the... and it's cool because it's the at sign for, for at. Mm-hmm. So, because this movie came out in what? 2008. 2008. You gotta be hit with the kids. Read the box in that job. Oh, man, my phone's dying. Don't lose your notes. I can't lose my notes. I got, like, a, <laughs> like five pages of notes. Oh, shit. Young at heart, you're never too old to rock. Wonderful, a gem, exhilarating, said David Anson, Newsweek. Why are there so many quotes? Why are there so many fucking quotes? Hilarious, says Karen Durbin L. Immensely moving, says Ty Burr, Boston Globe. Vibrant and vivacious, says Carrie Ricky, Philadelphia Inquirer. That's how I pronounce things. You Inquirer. Cannot. That's how I say it. Get ready to rock out with the most entertaining golden oldies you will ever meet. A fun-loving senior citizens choir called Young at Heart. 
To prepare for a show in their hometown that is only weeks away, the lovable seniors must learn a slate of new songs, ranging from James Brown to Coldplay. The chorus's tireless musical director leads the group through a series of hilariously chaotic rehearsals, proving that hard rock can be hard work, especially when you're hard of hearing. Climaxing in a triumphant performance that will leave you cheering, their inspiring story celebrates the unbreakable bonds of friendship and the life-affirming power of music. I paused when I said, "Okay, so can get I get ready can to I... rock out?" Because Jillian keeps saying "rock out" because of her stupid vampirina. Oh, I thing. thought you fucked up. No, and I didn't fuck up. It just the choruses tireless. Okay, I'll I'll let it go. I mean, it's a choruses tire. No, no, you no, you, there you fucked it up. Yeah, but it's you did the it right choruses. the first time. The choruses, yeah, tire, yeah. But both times you made ha, faces, and I was fuck like, "Fuck you." Faces don't count. It was close. No, it was close. You were you were close. I've shot. Let me like check the names: Karen Durbin, Ty Burr, Carrie Ricky. Okay, okay, fair enough. So we watched uh-huh. this. Uh, so we were both working at Regal. No, I was working at Regal. I wasn't working there. Yet. Yeah, because uh, I was oh eight. You worked there in oh nine. Um, right? No. No, I didn't work there. I started in the summer of oh seven, and then I basically like. Didn't work for, like, months on end. They kept me on the staff for some reason. And then in the summer of 08 is when I, when like, really, Knight really... Oh, wait. When so it was, I worked there. Well, it was, like, I really, really, Dark really Knight. starting, and then I got you a job, yeah. Right after Dark Knight, I became a yeah, supervisor. Yeah, because you were a supervisor, like, a few months later, yeah. So, yeah, and then we both quit in 09. So, yeah, that makes sense. So, yeah, so we were both working in the theater when this came out, because we were, like, the art house theater, so, like, we contractually had to play, like, two independent films every week, depending, and, like... Some of them like, didn't last but a week. I think this one lasted a couple weeks. There's a lot of old people who live in Gainesville, yeah, so I think so. Yeah, the ACRs. And uh, it had a couple of buzz. Uh, ACR? It had, it had some buzz. It's um, a County resident, for those of you who don't know. Didn't get nominated for an Academy Award, which is weird. I think it was also maybe not eligible, because I think this actually started as like a mini-documentary for television I read somewhere or something, and then like it got expanded to a, a feature length. Um... I don't know, I just know we weren't, we hadn't been together for, for too long when we saw this movie. We've been together a year. We've been together a year. About. Yeah. And, um, it got fantastic reviews, and I think, uh, shout out to our, uh, our old friend of the movie theater, Big Steve, Steve Shepard, who was like, uh, me and him were fucking degenerate smokers who, like, when we were ushers together, we'd clean a theater, go out, smoke a cigarette, clean a theater, go smoke a cigarette, and just talk movies, love talking movies and stuff, and he was like, yo, that Young and Heart movie, like, I've done some walks on, and like... Seems pretty fucking cool. And I'm like, all right, well, I'll give it a shot. So we went to go see it, and we ended up loving it. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is the first time I'd watched it in a very, very long time. And it is. It is. I just, yeah, I remember seeing this in theaters and just bawling, especially during Fix You. Yeah, that. It's just such a well-used, like, this This movie does use music very well. The selection of the music, very cool and appropriate but the movie entirely is so beautiful it's just i just adore it and i adore the concept and and i thought it was just so important to show and to see yeah it does it does an amazing job of so it goes through like at some moments you feel like am i laughing at them like I think you're meant to. Though. Like you're you're meant to, and I think they kind of are in on the joke. Some of them are not in on the joke, and we'll get to those How does people the CD later. Work? Like like they're well, no, but even like so, the director who is a bit of a dick, but 
would I not be if I'm working with all these old fucking people who don't know what the fuck I'm, you know, I'm doing? And he's also got a good sense of humor, and he's funny, uh, and he seems to genuinely care about them in the midst of everything. Uh, like, he gives them these songs that he just likes. And mind you, he is very much an artistic guy, because no one like, really likes Sonic Youth. Um, I like <laughs> the Talking Heads, but there are many people that don't like the Talking Heads. But, like, like, he's giving them these oddball songs. Like these punk rock songs. You know, and these things that are... They love the opera and classics. Like oldies and stuff. And, it just... and of course, it's going to be confusing, and of course he's giving them things that are making, like, weird faces and noises and stuff. It's all very, like... It's a very millennial concept. Not that this guy's a millennial. He's probably in his fucking 40s or 50s. Oh, he but, is in this? But it's, def- but it's definitely <coughs> very heavy pop culture-y for, like, oh, what, what's something that can, in the age of YouTube and the internet, like, what's something that can catch real quick? It's yeah. like, oh, fucking old people singing rock songs. Let's fucking do it. And they intersperse, like, these music videos. And I'm not sure if they were made for the movie or if they independently made, like, beforehand. Uh like it's a little, it, that's something I don't necessarily like in the movie is that it's kind of jarring to like like throw those in the middle of like the story and they're all kind of like thematic like yeah. like I think like somebody has a health scare and then they have to go to staying alive or you know what I mean like uh, somebody goes to the hospital they think I want to be sedated <laughs> like so like it, it's it's all very tongue in cheek and funny but then like at the drop of a hat it's like this person died because that's what happens they're old um or, like, this person is sick, or it's, like, just, like, them kind of being warm with one another, like, because you see how much, like, really love it, enjoy it, and, uh... And how much it affects their quality of life. Yeah, and how, yeah, like, 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 like some people say, like, I'd be dead if I wasn't doing this. do this, yeah. You know, it keeps them, so, like, it weaves in and out of, of moods very easily, and then once you get to the final performance, it just is a perfect crescendo. Um, yeah, it's... It gets a little hard. Well, you cried, right? I can put a C on this. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I did not cry because my mother was sitting next to me making comments the whole time. Uh, I mean, what comments was she making? I don't remember because it was 10 days ago, but I wouldn't be like, you go fucking do this. Um, but yeah, it's. There, there's several things that kind of bothered me upon viewing it again, it seemed, like, cheaper than I remember. Like, the seriously felt like someone just picked up a fucking camcorder and just started recording them. Well, yeah, I them. mean, that's, like... But, do you, you know what I mean? Like, if you watch other documentaries, it seems like there's a level of production value or some type of, like, pedigree to it. The seriously felt like a guy just, like, walked in and like, oh, you guys are uh, rehearsing here? Sorry, my bad. Actually, do you mind if I just, like, kind of make a feature-length movie about you? Because also, like, he, he kind of was, like, involved too much. Like, he, like you, he always would be, like, off-camera asking questions, and he was, like, hard to hear. And I'm like, is that on purpose because it's making me feel like an old person? <laughs> like, what, what's going on here? Yeah, that's I, exactly what the plan And there wasn't was. anything wrong with it, because, like, I mean, like, there's certain, like, Michael Moore is fucking on, just on camera taking up space, you know, in his documentaries. Uh, and I'm a Michael Moore fan. Um, but that, like, kind of, you know... Is, you out of it. it takes me out of it at some times. Um, that'd be my really only major complaint. And I already mentioned like the music video stuff. Uh, it just it's such a crazy cast of people. Yeah. That like you kind you kind of have to get into them to really like discuss this movie. 
Um, so again, it's a documentary. So documentaries always are always going to be hard for MVP and LVP. Right, but it, and it focuses very much on the people. I mean, that's what this is about. It's about sure. the people who are in this choir. So yeah, we definitely have to get into the performances to talk any more at length about this film. Yeah. Um, so I, I so we talked about it. Did we talk about it on air? Or did we talk about it off air? Like uh, we took so many notes because, like, we weren't sure like when we were going to record, and also there's so many who? people like. Who the fuck is who? So I, I think I got this. So let's kind of go in order based on like how they're introduced and like who gets the focus sometimes. So the first one I have is Aileen, who's like she's the oldest one. She's like in her night. She's like ninety, I think. Yeah, she was. She's crazy. Good on you, Aileen. Aileen. My, my next quote Aileen. is. She I, reminds me of my grandma. Well, that's accurate because the next thing I had was I think she's gonna rape these guys because like they're like interviewing her in like her nursing she's home just, room. She's like taking off her. Mind clothes. you, she's like no, she's not them. taking off her clothes, but she's like oh, I have, and she's British, so she's like you know I have these men in my room and like oh back in the day you know this kind of thing, and they show like other dudes in like her nursing home just fucking sucking down prune yogurt or something, and she has a key to the front door. <laughs> Why giving a ninety year old woman a key to anything? Don't give her a key to a car, a key to a house. The only thing she have a key to is the defibrillator box. She no, don't you remember that scene when they're in her bedroom and she said, "Oh, come sit next to me." Yeah, I know. On the bed. Yeah, she was feisty. She was. She was very feisty. Uh, by the end of the film, she'd be dead. Um, I'm sorry. Uh, by, mind you. Also, here's another thing that ruined me about the movie. So now all these people are definitely dead. <laughs> so in the course of the movie, sorry, in the course of the movie, uh, two actual people die in preparation for the show. And then the post credits, the post credits, it reveals that Aileen, no, not like an Avengers scene, like Thanos doesn't come out and snap (laughs) Aileen dead. Um, But like in the post credits, it says like, you know, and also rest in peace, Aileen, like she died like probably in post-production or something. Yeah. So, and so my last one was, oh, one more death, of course. But Uh now I'm like, oh fuck, this came out in 2008, like everybody. everybody. 10 years ago. There might be like one, like Steve Martin might still be alive. The guy who reminds me of my dad. Like that guy might be okay. You know, he seemed pretty healthy. Um, but everybody else, like Fred, like Fred died like the next year. Like, and it's sad. I know that it's sad. It's, it's very sad. But it's also a mind fuck when like you're watching this movie and you see these people being so kooky and crazy and you get the, you know, no and loving and then, you know, what happens, happens. Yeah. So we have Aileen. Uh, Joe. Joe is so goddamn adorable and Man. great. And then... Rest in peace, Joe. And he's one of... He's the... the uh, Second the one? second guy to die. He's the one that they're talking about how great his memory is. He's the only one nailing the songs. He's in the front of the poster. He's in the, he's in the front of the poster with so his glasses, nice. making him look dumb as hell. Uh, but he was just so adorable and great. And I have <laughs> later on my notes, I'm like, don't take Joe from me. And then my next note is, they took Joe from me. It's like, he of course. He was so nice. He was, and he was just so, just, he seemed just such like a good soul. Yeah. Um... So Joe's great. Joe's an MVP candidate for me. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure I know who my MVP. Is. Then we then we get to, to poor Lenny. Lenny, do I have? Uh, I have. I literally only thing I have is Lenny's a hoot. Lenny's the guy who drives, right? Poor Lenny forgetting his lines, but good on him for riding that bike and singing in the choir and then the harmonica group. He's the one who would always forget his lines. That then he did every other activity in the nursing home. Remember? Right. And he played. But the Stan harmonica. was the one. Well, let's be fair. They all don't know their fucking lines. Stan is the one who... Stan is just weird. Stan is the I feel good guy. 
And he's the one they keep, like, giving him things to do that he shouldn't be doing. I thought that was Lenny. No, Lenny is the one, uh, so... The driving one. Yeah, no, Stan is the one who's the, I feel nice, like sugar and rice. It's like, <laughs> actually, so, uh, so I was already working on, you know, the songs that play before and after the podcast. When I was editing Podswoggle last night, I already went and got the songs for this to make tonight posting and editing go easier. So, yeah. of course, Fix You depressed the fuck out of everybody at the beginning of the show. But it's okay. At the end of the show, you're going to get to hear uh, Stan and I don't know what the old black lady's name was. Um, their their rendition of uh, I Feel Good, which, mind you, like, they're doing this Yes We Can Can song. We're doing, like, all these confusing songs, right? Sonic Youth, whatever. Like, this song's pretty basic. And they keep fucking up all so the time. Bad. And then it's like, okay, well, they're going to redeem themselves in the live show, right? Nope. nope. It's such a glorious train wreck. And you see the director, like, looking at him, like, oh, fucking, we're doing it, whatever. At one point, Stan literally goes, like, sugar and lice. <laughs> no, he didn't. I, I listened to, to it I yesterday. Have, I, have to re- I, to I will play shit. it to you as soon as we're done because it's me. on my fucking computer. I don't, I don't think that's true. It's like, I feel nice, and I knew that I was nice. <laughs> and my. <laughs> So, one of my favorite wrestling memories or moments of all time is WrestleMania 17. Uh, Triple H comes to the ring, and it's the first time that Motorhead, like, played him to the ring, who sings his theme song, The Game. And Lemmy, like, classic hard rock band Motorhead, right? Lemmy's had a lifetime of fucking shit. And he's probably sung the song once when they recorded it, right? Yeah. He didn't fucking rehearse. So he just says, like, the same fucking line over and over again to the ring, the Triple H. He's like, I am the game if you want to play me. Are you the game and you can probably play me. you the game, go ahead and play me. Yes, the game, you can't play me. <laughs> like, it's so great. <laughs> and that's basically Stan. Um, that's really Because also they have other moments, like, like, in the videos even, like, he's the guy that's making, like, the crazy faces. And, like, he doesn't seem there. <laughs> He's my LVP, by the way, is Stan. Really? Yes, Stan, Stan sucks. Because I wrote, like, Stan is weird. And then later on, I'm like, Stan is just starting to be bad. Like, everyone else, like, everyone kind of picks it up. Like, no, Stan's just not good. Like, just tell he him. He tries hard. Trying is not half the bad. G.I. Joe fucking lied to everybody. <laughs> Stan, Stan is a liability at this point. Um, no, Lenny was fine, because Lenny's the guy that was, like, going to, like, the fucking deli, and, you know, like, eating with his friends, and driving the car, not paying attention, um, not killing anybody, going thankfully. Going real fast. Going real fast, probably going nine miles an hour. <laughs> uh, yeah, so there the, are the two different people there, two different people there. Uh, hearing really like it, and seeing their faces and smiles is nice, yep. Uh, Fred. Fred's the best. Fred, Fred and, you know who's the best? Barbara. Barbara, who's Barbara? I don't Fred's know. wife. Oh, Barbara, Barbara's a, Barbara's a saint. Barbara put up with Fred for 54 years? Yep. You yep. know, when we're married 54 years, we're going to be 80? Oh, one of us will be dead. But <laughs> I'm making it to 80. Come on. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Thank God. I'm kidding. It'll be me if it's any consolation. I'm aware. <laughs> I'm well aware. I'm not going to... What's the old, uh, what's the Die. old joke? Uh, sir, how long have you been married? Uh, 24 years. Do you realize if you'd killed her on your wedding night, you'd be out by now? <laughs> it's a great joke. Um. Yeah, it's hilarious. 
Yeah, Fred's awesome. Fred's got uh-huh. that like old like vaudevillian wit. Um, he's so genuine. Like you see, like how good he is and how much he cares about You're everybody. You're a fucking asshole. What? <laughs> Why am I asshole? I killed me. If anything, we're gonna live. By the time we get there, they're gonna medicine. We're gonna live to be like 160. We're gonna be fucking miserable. Kill me. It's gonna be me. Cause we're gonna be so old. Don't worry about it. I hate you. I love you too. Um, but he's great. He is great. Fred is my MVP. I like Fred a lot. Fred is my MVP. We'll, and he does such a good job. We'll cycle back. You. I mean, that is, that like scene is absolutely it. incredible. Like, he crushes that song. Um, and he's just a good dude around everything else. This movie should be called Good he's, at Heart. He's man. funny. Not young at Heart, Good at Heart. Yeah, he's All these people have he's such good He's funny, he's a them. good singer. Um, yeah, he's, he's absolutely fantastic. Um, and then the person he was supposed to sing with is Bob. Bob Salvini. Yep, so Bob had, like, a mass, like, Bob, Bob dies, like, nine times. Um, he, like, had to leave the choir because of health problems, and then he's coming back just to do Fix You with them. They do the first rehearsal, and it's like, oh my god, this is gonna be great, like, they're both and really good. And then he's good. in the hospital. And then, yeah, and then he tries it later and then when he comes back he tries it later and it's just so sad it's so sad because you see like how like how drained. much he wants to do it and he's just drained and then the next thing you know like he's gone um so yeah that you don't yeah. get a lot of him because of the this situation depressing ass it gets podcast. it gets depressing that's why I'm trying to keep it up alright good Ugh. Steve Martin great named this guy looks like he's 50 compared to everybody else <laughs> Man, he's got his girlfriend. He's got his girlfriend. He's got his top down on his car. He's got his sexy bitch uh, bobblehead or something. The sexy beast, I think. <laughs> sexy bitch bobblehead. <laughs> sexy I'm bitch so bobblehead. I'm getting you a sexy bitch bobblehead for your desk at work. You better put it on there. And it's just going to be you. With your little... Uh, yeah, no, he, he, he reminded me a lot of my dad. He's like, oh, this guy's 80? All right, he looks pretty good for 80, you know? like He's like... Cool combing his hair. My dad doesn't have any hair really to comb. <laughs> Your but, you dad know. does it anyway. Um, <laughs> does, my dad refuses to shave the little bit of hair on the top of his head. He's it looks like a fucking. He's like alfalfa's like, like, uh, fucking cowlick, but just like a little splotch on baldness. Um, yeah, and like, like he seems to be the most with it. Like he's the one that still has like all of his faculties, <laughs> you know, like mentally, physically. He can do all five of the necessary things to live on your own. Yep. Brush his own teeth. Brush his own teeth. Shower. Shower. Wipe his own ass. Yep. Dress and, like, put on his shoes mm-hmm. and socks. And drive. And drive. Yep. Uh, <laughs> I wipe my own ass. I wipe my own ass. You know, I hope so. You're 84 years old. Um, uh, so those are all the people I have broken down. If I missed anybody, yeah. no, you know. I liked also their um, prison performance. Yeah, the prison. The, and it was also right after Bob died. Yeah. So, like. They're on the way there when they find out. No, I think they're already there. Like, no, they're, they're parked. No, they're on the prison. And on the bus. Oh, no, you're right. Yeah, right, right, right. So, yeah. So, they go and do, like, this prison show. So, here's. So, just imagine. What fucking prison they go. So you know I'm about to tell my prison story, right? Let's go. Tell, tell, tell your point, because I'm going to tell my prison story. No, can you please tell yours, because yours is just obnoxious and... It's not obnoxious! Some guy who started whacking it when you as a child walked by in prison. I wasn't a child. Don't say it like that. Were why you... Am I in this, why am I in this prison as a child? I was a freshman in high school. You're a child. I was 15. That's a child. I took criminal justice class. You want to be Batman? Who the fuck takes criminal justice freshman year? 
I did. I was the only freshman in my class. I really wanted it, but then they stopped offering it. Yeah, because it's a stupid class to take in high school. It I really liked it. I really should have gone to law school because I'm really good at it because you're an idiot. <laughs> and that's my Yeah, argument. exactly. Yeah, the, yeah, the prosecution rests. Yeah, um, he did it. He's an idiot. I'm great. No, I went on the field trip and we were going, like, on the tour. We went to the men's prison. Mm-hmm. Good Miami-Dade. Uh, yeah, it was all. I didn't choose it. It's not like they said, "Oh, where do you want to go on your field trip?" I said, "Oh, you a prison." prison. <laughs> we went there as part of our lesson and everything, and we were going, walking through and everything, and these they're just reaching out, trying to grab you, jerking off in your face. It was terrible. So you told the story to me probably at least twenty times. No way. How long have we been together? You like telling the story. How long have we been together? Like 12 years. Okay, it, I've told you the story way more than 20 times. <laughs> okay, sorry. Mind you, how poor was the security around you guys? Like, they should have had, like, guards on either side of you. No, but but the the hallway is very narrow. Were so you, well, you want actually scared straight? Yes. <laughs> no, so there's a guard in the front and then some of the students mm-hmm. and there was a guard in the back. Yeah. But you couldn't walk side by yeah. side. We were in a line. And also, you make it seem like... like like, some guy was like, hey, come here. Like, no, just they, were, they were right standing there, and they were, like, yelling at you and stuff. And then one guy was just there jerking off. He was, like, right at the bars. Like, if he had a bigger dick, you probably could have touched us with it. I don't speak to anyone who's in that class you to me, so to, they can't. Yeah, you need to retire the story. Because it's, at this point, just, like, you, you enjoy, they're like, Oh, prison? I have a prison story to tell. <laughs> I like to it's, relate to people. It's like Biggie Five. Let me tell you the time I'd count it to five. I like to relate to people. It's obnoxious. Um, You're obnoxious. What's your prison story? Do you ever watch Scared Straight? I've watched Scared Straight. Like, no, not like like the television I have now. Like they, It was an original like documentary like years ago. And then MTV did a new one, I think like 99 or 2000. And they always would air it unedited. Doesn't matter what time of the day it was. I don't know. Jen and I have been watching some weird ass shit on Netflix. These, what? Of, like, prison and things. Oh, great. Good. I'm glad you're watching prison shows behind my back. Fantastic. Um, I don't know. It's just Sorry weird. Sorry to exclude <laughs> it's you. It's just weird. But anyway, uh, like, they aired, like, this, like, updated Scared Straight when they went to this prison. They go in this room. These hardened murderers and killers and whatever. It's, like, yelling at these kids. We used to like, watch it. No, but, like, not, not like what A&E shows. Like, this was two hours, like, unedited, and I'll never forget, like... One of the prisoners made this guy get up, and he's like, put your hand in my motherfucking pocket. And, like, he literally, like, walked back and forth with his kid's hand in his pocket, just being like, see, you're my bitch now. Like, I fucking own you if you're in here. I do, you do fucking everything I tell you. You suck my motherfucking dick when it gets hard. I'm like, good lord, I'm never doing anything bad in my entire life, because I'm going to have to suck that man's dick. <laughs> It worked for me, and I was a good child anyway. I was like, I'm never even going to do anything at all. And there's one guy who was just, like, roided and drugged out of hell, and he's in front of, like, the youngest kid. The kid's probably, like, 12. He kid probably like, stole, like, one pack of cigarettes once. They sent him a scared straight. He's like, you ain't never want to meet a motherfucker like me. And I'm like, this is captivating. <laughs> I probably, every time it was on, I watched it. I could never catch enough to, like, record it on VHS and, like, watch it over again. But it was on, I was like, yeah, yeah, fuck it. did this come out? 1990? 99. You saw VHS? You yeah, I saw recorded. Record it and then recorded on another one. Have that <laughs> dual recorder? No, I had my own VCR, which was very good for like a teenager, because I would just like set it up from like eleven to four a.m. on like E, and it's like, oh yeah, I got Howard Stern, like fucking. What did you just loser. jerk off? Because I would jerk off to it. That's what I would do. <laughs> Struck my motherfucking dick when it gets hard. 
Um, anyway, the prison show was lovely. <laughs> but, like, my point, to get back five minutes, like, if I'm in prison, it's like, I've, I've been a good, you know, inmate. If my reward <laughs> is watching some senior citizens sing me some fucking, like, Peter Gabriel songs I'm on the front. Them. It's like, hi, yes. Uh, can I do more crime to go back inside? <laughs> like, and like the people they so like, obviously those are probably like tax fraud or like there's one guy <laughs> who's a white collar. There's one guy who might have robbed like a Burlington coat factory or something. <laughs> yeah. When uh, it was still Burlington Coat Factory, you, you can know, tell, they like, dropped the Coat Factory. They see cameras, so they're obviously kind of like, like, just kind of, kind of looking around, like, what the fuck is this? And there's a couple guys that are like looking at it because they're the actual reform ones. I was like, man, I cannot get out of, cannot <laughs> wait till I get out of jail so I can go fucking like build houses or something. It's just a, it's a weird scene, but it's still nice. The, they they make it nice. Um, yeah, the ending show is so damn fucking good. I talked about feel good being a, a, a glorious train wreck. Um, yeah, it's just. You get to meet these people, and you get to see how full of life they are, and how much life can tear them down, and it's powerful. Um, so, MVP and LVP, I've already kind of said my piece. Do you have any no, other... I think that I agree. So, my, uh, so, our MVP is Fred. I'm going to have to look up his last name here. I think it was, like, Nibble or something? Um... I did like, though, Steve Martin, like you said. He didn't get enough spotlight as, yeah. like, some of the other ones. Um, so Fred, Fred Niddle. Fred Niddle, the MVP of Young at Heart. You're only going to hear 30, 45 seconds of Fix You at the Top of the Show. But go For real, up, like, though. go watch really the good. whole thing. Really it good. is so damn good. Yeah, he, uh, he died January 1st, 2009. Um... um and then Stan, Stan is, uh, he's just so fucking weird. Stan, young at heart, here we go. Uh, chorus, uh, what the fuck, Stan Goldman, is that his name? Sure, no, sounds like it would be. Yeah, it looks like it's going to be elderly singers of heart and soul. Yeah, this is the guy I'm talking about, see? Yeah, him, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Boston, where, Stan, where, where's your fucking last name, Stan? Yep, Stan Goldman. He just, you know, what he looks like he looks like he looks like like Johnny Knoxville and Bad Grandpa, like just being like a fucking character. Mm. You look at him. Look at him. He just, he just doesn't look like a real old man. He yeah, it looks like he's wearing makeup. And like oh, he did something else. Like at one point, oh, hold on, our team is he still alive? Young at Heart dot com. Okay, hold on. No way is he still alive. This was 10 years ago. Maybe he is. Steve Martin's still there. Yep. So I don't know how up to date. Hold on, let's go to the main page. Started 1982, staying alive. They, and also, mind you, they're gearing up for an international tour. Why are you putting those people on like You know how obnoxious that plane ride had to be, probably? They all slept. What are you talking about? <laughs> true, very true. Uh, so 10 years later. So yeah, so this, this website's actually pretty. Pretty up to date. 37 years, still going strong. I'm trying to find, like, a, let's see a calendar. We should go see them. Hold on. Shows. Here we go. Mm. Yep, September 22nd, 2019. Uh, they're going to be in Pittsfield, Massachusetts. Northampton. Uh, past shows. Yeah, so this is up to date. So let's look at the cast. And let's see how many people I recognize that are still alive. Huh? Alright, the chorus. Uh, don't know her. Don't know her. 
the great there's a lot of character there's a lot of people that we don't like you know get a lot of time with a lot of the white women I don't recognize so Steve Martin's still there starting to look a little rough born 1928 he's 91 years if I look that good at 91 years old Fucking preserve yeah. me. Freeze yeah. me immediately. He has lots of sexy times with his girlfriend. No, oh, a married saying. couple. Nice. Sonia, They could be brother and sister. You don't know if they're married. Byron Ricketts. It looks like he has Ricketts. Uh, Bill Shepard. Joe Spiro. It's not looking great here. I think Steve Martin is it. <laughs> yeah, I think Steve is unfortunately it. Man, how rude. They put the ages of the band, too. Oh, you're born 1968. Oh, how sad for you. The staff, well, like a whole production here. Board of Directors, Advisory Board. David Byrne is on there. That's why. I'm so confused now. Because this also Jonathan Dayton, Valerie Ferris. What? They directed Little Miss Sunshine. Hall of, they have a Hall of Fame. Like, they're legit now. It's like the Hall of Fame of people that were in it. Let's find I don't out. Know. We'll go to, yep, Fred Nittle. See Stan Goldman make the Hall of Fame? Hey, look at Stan. Good for Stan. Let me see. <laughs> That's, a lot of That's crazy. People. Yeah, so they're like, they're like even more legit than we thought. So yeah, so Steve Martin, as predicted, is the is the remaining young at harder from the movie. Ed appears. This is crazy. They've done thirty international tours. Jesus Christ, I've only been to Canada. <laughs> Good for them, hey. They were in the Super Bowl ad. Which one? During E-Trade, the vocals to E-Trade's popular This Is Getting Old ad during this year's Super Bowl. I don't remember. This year's Super Bowl was an abomination, so I don't remember much of anything. Yeah. Oh, they, they, oh, in 2014, we launched our Prison Vision program, forming courses of incarcerated singers in two local prisons and offering weekly rehearsals and live performances backed by the Young at Heart Bringing together two often overlooked populations. Nice. Tying it all together. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I just don't understand why there's so many people who are involved. In it. Oh my god, look at all these awards they've won. Oh my gosh. I mean, it is, it's, a, it's a great idea, great program. Oh, it's because they're a 503C, 501C3 nonprofit, so that's why they have like all those advisors and stuff, because they raise a lot of money. Yeah. Oh, they have a lot of merch. You want some merch? I'm all right. Well, they have like fucking like young at heart colostomy bags or something. No, like CDs, CDs shirts. shirts. No, I don't need a young at heart hat. Get that for your dad. Let me get that, me that sexy bitch bubble. <laughs> <laughs> they sell that. <laughs> no, but they have a tour book with Joe on it. So. Oh, Joe. Oh. Good for Joe. Hey, go to go check out their website. Buy some merch. Yeah, buy young, some of our merch. Youngatheartchorus.com. Do we have merch? We do not. We need to come up with some merch. Come up with merch all day. Merch all day. All right, so Fred Niddle, MVP. Stan Goldman, LVP. Anything else on Young at Heart? Um, I, yes, one more thing. Sure. Best line of the whole movie. Mm-hmm. Said by Bob, the director. Mm-hmm. We're in hell. <laughs> so I said, Bob, Bob's pretty funny. The director, pretty funny. The director's good. He was so no, because it's like 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 a rehearsal soon before the show. It's like, where are we at, Bob? We're in hell. <laughs> yeah. All right. But that's it. I think that's it. Score time for Young at Heart. So you nominated it, so I will score it first. Great documentary. Uh, really affecting. Uh. Funny. Moving. Uh. 
not a lot of complaints, like I said earlier, but also it, it's 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 exemplary. It stands out, but it doesn't like stand out. If that makes any sense. No, but Fair. cool. Uh, I'm gonna give it a strong, solid between two numbers. So it's go in between. I can't go in between because <laughs> it's one another. I'm gonna go eight and a half. Eight and a half is All also right. mine. A good eight and a half for young and hard. Good eight and a half. My nomination time. Uh, You're not even wasting any time. You're getting right to it. Well, what, what else are we gonna talk about? We're done with the movie. But you have some other bullshit I've Have I ever shot somebody? Question before? Oh my god, no! But let me ask you a question real quick. Oh god! So, I, so as you're thinking of this shitty question, I'm not. No. I, I just realized my hell. I'm Norm Macdonald, and you're Adam Egan, and you don't, don't get that reference. reference so I'm watching a lot of Norm Macdonald recently. As I talk, told you about when we were in Problem a different state you. the other night watching wrestling, uh, and he does a YouTube show and his Netflix show where like uh, he has he basically made like the shittiest late night show ever, and he is a. Uh, I, uh, a co-host is just a guy used a random uh, improv in Tempe, Arizona, and not like Johnny Carson and McMahon have a like, good rapport. He just sucks. He ruins interviews. He has no idea. Why are you saying it's... I do all those things? That's so mean. Because because you literally just started doing a bit that like he he almost verbatim does all the time where he's like, yeah, Adam has a question for you, and it's like the worst question ever. So he asks like famous people, yeah, you know, I've always wanted to know like where do you get your ideas from. <laughs> That's just such a shitty question. How to did ask. you know what I was gonna ask you? <laughs> I'm Sandler, so it's like you. Yeah, you're my enemy. Get it's fine. Well, no, my question it it's in line with this movie. Uh-huh. This movie talked about about Fred and Barbara, and they were married for 54 years. Mm-hmm. And during their little scene when we're introduced to them, they talk about their their uh, strategies for successful marriage. Mm-hmm. So what are your strategies for a successful marriage? What is this, a job interview? What the fuck is this? This is a, are we going to continue to be married in movies? <laughs> That's what this is. That's what I, uh, this is right now. Let's go. What was that, the little like joke he had? I don't like, know. You tell me. No, but the, he did a, we watched he this, did, like, he did a show. bit. He, he did, did a, a bit, bit where he's like, you know, we on trust and faith. She didn't trust me and I had no faith in her and stuff like this. I want to be that way. We're like, we're still quipping at each other 40 years from now. We're going to be even worse. We're bad now. My mother can't even sit and play a goddamn game of Yahtzee with us because we just... <laughs> she can't read the damn dice. To be fair, those dice are hard to read. Um, but uh, we played uh, Avengers Monopoly the other night uh, because I love you and you have been wanting to play Monopoly and the Avengers setup is very cool and I lasted an hour and a half because Monopoly fucking sucks and it's the goddamn worst game ever. It's not my but fault you decided to play with a Jew. Why, why are you good at Monopoly? It's about collecting things and getting money. Why wouldn't I be good at Monopoly? I just want to hear you say it. Uh, if I say it, it's offensive. You say it, it's like, oh, good. Jew power. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, exactly. I should really watch my hand motions. I feel like I could do that. Um, my strategy, that. My strategies for a successful, successful marriage. Ow. My strategies for a successful message. <laughs> Learning how to enunciate that, your words I'm correctly. I'm not reading this off anything. Uh, my strategy for a successful marriage. Why am I fucking like Sylvester the fucking cat all of a sudden? Uh, just keep doing what I'm doing. What the fuck? I think, I mean, hey, six years in marriage. We have a beautiful daughter, a great home, successful podcast. Food on the table. Butter in my ass, we're good to go. Sorry I asked. 
Yeah. I'm not gonna. What are my strategies? What listen anymore? Fuck no. Two movies to nominate for our next uh, podcast. Uh, of course, we have Armageddon on the docket as well. Oh my coming God, up soon. We also we, we also really have to start watching these Beverly Hills Two Chihuahua movies. Excuse me, I threw up there. Uh, and we also still have to finish Firefly before TV starts back up again in like a month, and we have to start stacked. Uh, so my nomination. Uh, two movies I was thinking a lot about, um, for a while, because I was thinking of Endgame. I really wanted to watch Endgame again. Uh, didn't get a chance to. It was coming out soon on, uh, Blu-ray. And I was like, man, like, all this started from Iron Man. And who were, like, the two biggest people from Iron Man were Robert Downey Jr. and John Favreau. So I wanted to get, like, a little bit of flavor from each of them on movies that I've been dying to see that have not seen so so you did a samantha no i wasn't like oh young at heart uh here's a sean young movie and here's a bret hart movie or like i didn't pick a fred niddle movie um so i picked a movie that robert dunny jr did before iron man that basically helped put him back on the map or get eyes and attention to him Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Mm -hmm. And then I picked a movie that John Favreau did in the midst of his career resurgence. Or not resurgence, but like his career is like one of the biggest directors with Iron Man and Jungle Book and everything else. Chef. So Kiss Kiss Bang Bang or Chef. I knew you were going to nominate Chef and I've been wanting to see it because on Netflix they keep, you know, I'm looking at all the things they keep Mm -hmm. having the promo on it. So I'm going to pick Chef. Okay. We will watch Chef. Very good. I mean, I'm happy with either choice, so it's fine. Well, okay. Otherwise, I'd say, why the fuck do you nominate it? I think I have Chef. <laughs> I'm pretty sure no, we own Chef. I'm, I'm pretty sure I bought Chef. I'm pretty yeah. sure we So cool. Chef. So Chef will be coming up soon. We got Armageddon. We got Beverly Hills Chihuahua. Eventually, we're going to have Serenity. Got a lot of stuff popping off here. Mirror movies. Woot, woot. Um, I'm, I'm not a fucking juggalo. What am I? <laughs> I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> where, I don't, where did that come from? I don't know. I don't know. You... you Throw me off, so. What did I do? I didn't do anything. Uh, successful marriage tips. I'm thinking, like, what should I have said? Like, uh, you're, you stress me out. Why did I stress you out? I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm I sorry. didn't do anything. I have to blame me saying whoop whoop on something. You're right there. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Mary with Movies. We encourage you, as always, go to arcadeaudio.net for this podcast and the others in our network of shows. Rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, Patreon.com slash Arcade Audio for bonus content. It's coming, I swear. We have so much bonus content in the bank, I just haven't had a chance to sit down and put it all together, so you'll be hearing that on Patreon very, very soon. Follow us on Facebook and on Twitter. Hit us up on uh, our email, marriedwithmovies at gmail.com. It is Podslam season. Uh, Go to ArcadeAudio.net slash Podslam. You can already donate. Our goal is $5,000 this year. It's Podslam 5. We're going 5 for 5,000. Also, submissions are still open. If you have a podcast, know the podcast, you want to see perform in the famous IO Theater in Chicago, Illinois, on Saturday, September 21st, all day long, a podcast marathon benefiting Connors Cure Pediatric Cancer Research. Have them submit to Podslam, and you might hear or see them perform live. It is, uh, man, it is two months away. Holy shit. <laughs> I have a lot of work to do. <laughs> Oh boy. Yeah. Uh we also gotta start thinking about our, our pod slam show coming up. We're not gonna go to, we're not gonna be a pod slam, but we'll always do like a, a wrestling themed show. So uh I'll have to time that out when it comes up.
Anything else, Samantha? No. Sure. Yes. Did, I, did I sufficiently answer your... No, but that's no. fine. Well, you, what was your answer? You didn't get your answer. You asked the question. Well, what, what are your your ways to... Um, I don't even remember the question because I wasn't listening. <laughs> For mullet? <laughs> Signing out for Married to Movies. We'll catch you next time on our couch. Slash the movies. I'm Adam Egan. <laughs> no, ow. Ow. Stop it. I feel nice. It was a nice. I feel nice. Like sugar and rice. So nice. So nice. I got you. Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at ArcadeAudio.net.